Hello and welcome to my keto world. My name is Khadija Haliru and thanks for joining us on this podcast. You'll find we discuss your keto topics and answer your keto questions from a personal point of view. And today's topic is keto terms, commonly used keto terms that confuse us. We hear all sorts of things and we wonder, oh my God, how can I ever get used to some of these terms? So today I just wanted to kind of throw a few out there so you can start to kind of either do your own research or come up with them. Uh, We're coming out with my Keto World magazine. It's launching on Valentine's Day and I'm going to have this glossary in the middle where you can actually have a kind of glossary referral uh, place to go to find some of these terms. So you're starting keto and you hear a lot of us throw out these terms and you're not sure what it means. Uh, you just kind of are sick and tired of abbreviations and you just kind of want to get a you know a hold of um, the lifestyle. So here we're going to talk about a few terms. Uh, basically, when you start the keto diet, you're replacing all of your carbohydrates with fats, healthy fats from things like avocado, uh, nuts, fish, salmon. You know, generally salmon is one of those that really is uh, recommended because of its high fat content. So you're not necessarily taking a look at really loading up your body with fats, just any kind of fat. It's more of the healthy fats, avocados, you can have cheese. So yes, you, you just understand that the basics is trying to switch your body's source of energy from burning carbs to burning fat. So there's things that happen in between. When you start, and there are terms that are thrown around, especially if you're just beginning, there's confusion as to, you know, what happens to your body. And one of the most common terms people throw out there is the fact that ketoacidosis is already a known term when it comes to diabetes. Um, And so a lot of people will be like, you know what, Um, I don't want to have this problem, Um, especially for diabetics who keto is beneficial for they tend to have a big concern around the word ketoacidosis because they're used to that. So I just want to explain a little bit here. Like I said, this show is from a medical um, perspective, not uh, professional. It's just based on experience and based on the industry and what works and what doesn't work for us. We're not medical experts. So please, we're looking at just sharing information to help us out here. So while... Uh, ketoacidosis is a very scary word, especially for diabetics. The nutritional ketosis is perfectly safe. Ketoacidosis is an indicator of serious health problems, and this only occurs in type 1 and type 2 diabetics and alcoholics, and so it has nothing to do with our nutritional ketosis. So basically, the level of ketosis in ketoacidosis is three to five times higher than in ketosis, which results from a ketogenic diet. So basically, if you're worried about that, ketoacidosis, it means blood sugars are very high. Uh, In keto diet or the ketogenic diet, we've already worked on bringing our sugars down. So the word ketoacidosis, yes, is a dangerous term where your blood glucose levels are really high. But in the keto diet, when you're on the keto diet, your primary aim is to bring your sugars low. So your blood glucose levels are actually lowering on this diet. So I hope that makes sense. Ketosis is different from ketoacidosis. Then we're going to talk about the next common you know, phrase or term that everyone throws out there. And that's because in the first weeks of keto, you experience something called the keto flu, 
a lot of you are going to wonder what the keto flu is. So the keto flu basically is a kind of, it's a term used to describe how you feel. It's not necessarily a sickness. It is not a disease or it's not contagious. It is basically a state of the body. So when entering the induction phase of a keto diet, about 50 grams or less of total carbs, uh, let's say about 20 to 33 grams of carbs is what you're taking. You're drastically reducing the carbohydrate levels to that amount that you take every day. So most people experience the keto flu. The keto flu basically is nothing more than results of starving the body off of carbohydrates. You're, you can easily uh, counteract these effects by basically replacing uh, your body with electrolytes, taking some bone broth, making sure you include rich foods uh, that are you know, foods that are rich in electrolytes in your daily diet and you take food supplements uh, if needed. So this again is not a sickness. It is a state of being when you start lowering the amount of carbohydrates you take and it does cause some body, sometimes aches, people sometimes get headaches. Um, Generally what we all experience when we lack something in our bodies, but as your body switches from recognizing carbohydrates as your source of energy is gone to now try to figure out where to get the energy, there's that little switch that is occurring. So if you're dehydrated, if you're not replenishing uh, with a little bit of salts, magnesiums, and some minerals there, um, you will find that you experience these things. But I'll tell you right now, there are a lot of people who avoid it because they know to get ready and prepare for it. And so you you basically give your body what it's missing. And I hope that makes a, uh, makes a sensible explanation because keto flu is something that is scaring a lot of people, especially when they come into uh, the keto diet. A few days, they start to feel different and this, people tell them, oh yeah, it's a keto flu. And now all of a sudden you're confused. You're not sure if you should continue. And sometimes it's like the point where people decide to give up. So just know that it's something that you can understand ahead of time prepare for and try to avoid because there's so many options on how you can avoid the keto flu and it all has to do with giving the body back what it will miss because it's lowering the carbohydrates levels drastically and now we come to another term Uh, one of the common terms that you'll hear and and these are quite annoying when it comes to abbreviations Um, a lot of people will be like oh are you on an lchf and you wonder what that means so all that it means guys is a diet that is low in carbs and high in fat yeah so that's technically what the keto diet is but not everyone is strictly keto so some people are actually on a low carb diet and a high fat uh, diet but they don't call it keto but again it's the definition of keto and so if someone is lchf they're technically on keto so lchf guys are you guys lchf yes we are Uh, The next term you'll hear is HWC, refers to whipping cream, guys. (laughs) Common ingredient on keto. Because it has a high fat content, we love it. We use it to increase our fats in most of the things that we make. Because, like I said, the keto diet is not necessarily sitting down and just chucking on fats. It's finding ways to incorporate fats in your diet. And you don't have to eat as much of it. So when you're taking the keto Uh, say coffee or tea and you just want to add a little bit of fat in there uh, the whipping cream is basically one of the first things to go for instead of the two percent or the one percent we're trying to get the cream back to where it was in the first place so the whipping cream heavy whipping cream is a common uh, ingredient in most keto meals and so kind of like 
Okay, I need some HWC. Please, guys, we love to talk better when we explain things, especially when you're dealing with uh, your friends, your family who are on keto. But I know it's fun when you hang around and you're like, hey, hand me that HWC. And so I thought maybe it was worth it to explain them to you guys. And then so we've got another one leading to that bulletproof coffee. You'll hear BPC. Oh, yeah. Get me some BPC. And I, I imagine maybe some coffee shops will start to, to take on this trend because this is definitely um, something uh, trendy. Yeah, bulletproof coffee, also known as keto coffee. So the coffee is blended with fats into a creamy consistency by adding either whipping cream or butter and uh, MCT oil, which again is another term that I'll throw out there. And uh, basically that's coconut oil. So you make that into a nice whipping uh, you kind of blend it up because when you add butter, you need to really whisk it up, right? So it's called bulletproof coffee for that reason, but it's also known as keto coffee and it's simple as that. So BPC is your keto coffee. Now I mentioned the word MCT and a few people might be like, oh my God, what's that again? Well, MCT is medium chain triglycerides and it's found in oils. And in this case, uh, the medium chain triglyceride coconut oil is simply processed coconut oil and that's the state that it's in it's liquefied and basically it's clear when you add that to your coffee or tea it allows you to add some nutritional value from the coconut oil into your meal and that is the one that is easily broken down into ketones and that's the one that is prepared on the keto diet so yes guys i'll just throw that out there this is simply um kind of like a teaser to a whole lineup of grocery terms that we kind of have coming up in the magazine. Uh, so NSV, another short form, non-scale victories, also known as NSV, are basically celebrating things that help you reach your health goals. These have nothing to do with your actual weight. Even, even though people tend to lose weight in the process, you are basically... The example I'll give here is when you lose inches, but the scale doesn't move, a common NSV is fitting into a pair of pants that were previously too tight, but you actually don't see the exchange in numbers on your scale. So NSV is kind of like, oh my God, let's just celebrate those little things. You feel it in your body. You feel better. You feel lighter. Scale doesn't tell you yet, but your pants are fitting better. Your bra is loose. You know, your boxers are shaky. So basically those little things that we can celebrate. So I hope that makes kind of um, a nice listen for you today. I hope that uh, you can listen to us as you go on your day by subscribing to our podcast. Uh, this is basically going to my keto world on any platform that you listen and just subscribe. Summary of it all is we talked a little bit about some keto terms, commonly used terms, So I hope you grab those terms and take uh, some time doing your own research. Do not fear when people start to throw terms at you. Uh, Keto is definitely on trend. There's a lot of information out there and I just thought to help you out with some. So thank you for listening today to my keto world. Um, Don't forget to visit our social media pages and like and share them. And uh, yeah, the Keto Magazine. Subscribe to the Keto Magazine and the Keto Podcast by visiting myketoworldcanada.com. Until next time, have a keto-licious day.
My Keto World Canada Magazine Podcast Trade Shows. Experience keto in a supportive community where keto coaching, business exposure, expert advice, and inspiring stories come together to provide a positive atmosphere. Join us for a fun day at the first Ontario Keto Fair, March 3rd, 2019. Tickets $5 at Centennial Hall, 550 Wellington Street, London, Ontario. Speakers, William Chet Binning, neuroscientist and nutritional consultant. Gwendolyn Fells, integrative health and wellness coach. Melissa Woodworth, owner of Nola Granola. Subscribe to My Keto World magazine and podcast, www.myketoworldcanada.com on Instagram and Facebook.